Yes, I, I'm, I'm so excited to talk about this. You know, I say all the time, I have no interest in, in building this company just to, you know, air quotes, help brands do podcasts. It's, it's so much bigger than that. It's this funny thing that we've gotten ourselves into where the model typically looks like this. There is a content marketer that owns the blog. That content marketer might be a brilliant content marketer, but is probably not an expert. So they are clamoring to try desperately to get inside the mind of the experts and, and write on their behalf. And then enter, you know, a few years ago, the emergence of audio and video. And it's like, oh yeah, and do that too. That's Lindsay Chepkema, CEO and co-founder of Casted and hosted of the Casted Podcast. On this episode, we sit down and talk about why the world was ready for an all B2B podcasting platform. Welcome to Lights, Camera, Grow. Hey, welcome back to the Lights, Camera, Grow podcast. My name is Jared. I'm sitting here again with Andrew. And on today's podcast, we have Lindsay Chepkema. Hey, Lindsay, how's it going? It is Great. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you so much for taking the time to kind of sit with us here and uh, and spend a few minutes talking about all things podcasting, all things casted, because we're definitely we have some questions about that and we'd love to know more about it. And um, hope you're safe. Hope your family is safe during this crazy time. Uh, and like I said, thank you for, for sitting down with us. So real quick for everybody out there, Lindsay is the CEO and co-founder of Casted. Um, Casted is actually the first B2B podcasting platform built specifically for B2B podcasters. Um, so I will leave it at that because I would love to hear more about it directly from you. Yeah, Casted in a nutshell um, is, like you said, it's the first and only platform, content marketing platform that really is is not only built around um, podcasting and conversations at the center, but also the first and only one that's really made for for brand marketers. So um, helping to say, hey, go have great conversations, harness the expertise and the voices of the experts that your audiences want to hear from. Yes, make that into a show, make that into a podcast. But what else are you going to do with it? How else are you going to access that content, pull it apart, ring it out, use it across other channels, amplify that voice and attribute the the value that it's uh, the value and impact that it's making on your brand? So I, I have a question. Um, I always love digging into products like awesome products like you, you and your team are building. I'm really curious, like when you first founded Casted um, or co-founded Casted, what what was the problem or challenge you were trying to solve for B2B marketers? Yeah. So kind of a story there. Um, my My background is in B2B marketing. Um, I spent 15 years as, as a marketer. Most recently, I was leading brand and content for a global um, enterprise MarTech SaaS company, right? And um, we were, like many other brands, literally and figuratively missing a voice. And uh, as, as a lot of us are realizing, our audiences um, were demanding content it, that was a little bit richer than um, the great written content that we were producing. So I was like, let's launch a show, let's launch a podcast. Um, and we quickly realized, one, it was a great way to reach our audience and to connect with them on a more human to human level. Um, but two, there wasn't any software, there wasn't any platform, there wasn't any technology that served me as a marketing leader and my team, a brand marketing team. Um, and the way we work, the the way that we wanted to use the podcast content as a centerpiece or even at least a part of our overall content marketing strategy um, or help us measure what what was really important to us as, as brand marketers. So we, like many other um, brands and teams out there, uh, duct taped together some solutions and, and made it work and did a lot of, you know, just very manual work on our own to make it happen. 
But then you know, had the opportunity to say, okay, enough's enough. <laughs> Be the change you wish to see, right? Um, and that's how Casted was born. So we we fill that's the challenge. That's the um, that's the challenge that not just I was facing, but so many others were as well. And um, so we we come in and we say, hey, go create a great show, and we're going to help you get as much value out of it as possible for your team um, and your brand. So you said you were like Frankensteining a lot of tools together before you obviously created Casted. Can you give some examples maybe of how like you were frank? Because we, we've definitely been down that yeah. road before for sure. Yep. I think anyone who has a podcast knows is, is you know, totally. nodding their head. <laughs> so um, you you record, right? Um, and then and, and that's a lot of different ways that can happen. Um, it can happen in studio, like together, or um, I guess in theory, maybe again, someday it could be together in one room. Um, but then, you know, or it's it's some kind of tool that lets you record remotely. Uh, and then there is the production editing software that comes into play. Um, and we worked with a great agency, like a lot of other brands do. But then from there, it was like, okay, now what happens? So we had, we had a host that was literally hosting the show, like a, a platform, not a person, but a host that was hosting the show, um, a place for it to live and what syndicates it out to the Apple's, Google, Spotify's of the world, right? And, then, and they're the ones who create your RSS feed. Um, and then we had transcriptions. We had a, a standalone transcription tool that wasn't even made for podcasting. It was just audio transcription tool so that our um, we had a writer on the team who wanted to listen, but also see what he what the content was, so that he could pull from it and create blog posts and, and white papers and all all the other written content. So that was another piece. Um, we had some social media things that we could you know create audiograms or little little wave files um, that we could share on social media. That was another thing. Um, there were and then there was no real way to collaborate or to access that content. So like sales enablement and sales um, didn't have any way to get into it. So we had to really manually get in there and say, okay, we're going to, we're going to provide you with this information. Here's how we want you to use it. Um, also clipping and and sharing. Anytime we wanted to pull a clip for any reason, we'd have to go back to the audio engineer at the agency who was great, but had other things to do and say, hey, from one minute and 13 seconds to two minutes and five seconds, can you please pull it? Nope, 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 not that part. <laughs> um, and that takes cycles, right? So, and I could go on and on and on about all the different ways, actual pieces of that Frankenstein tech stack just around our podcast, but then there were all the other pieces of the content marketing tech stack that didn't didn't work with podcasting at all, um, and so it was really manual. Yeah, it's um, that actually sets us up really well to talk yeah. about. Well, we kind of refer to what you just spoke about as like a pillar content strategy for video, and like when you know Jared and I when we first started the agency. We were, we're, we're an inbound marketing agency. We focus on content marketing to try and get people to come to us, right? And mm -hmm. we all know that in a, in a, in a world where there's uh, unlimited noise out there that you can really only get sustainable, scalable, ROI-driven marketing if you really bring people into you, right? And so we, we started out with, you know, typical like written content, blog content, you know, pillar pages, you know, lead magnets, mm -hmm. those types of things, right? But we started quickly realizing like, you know, we're trying to index for search on Google. That's the whole reason why we do content marketing. But a lot of people know this, but also fail to make the second connection, which is that YouTube is the second largest search engine in the world, right? And that if you're not 
putting video content on YouTube. It's the same thing as not putting a blog on your website and you're missing out on all that search, that search impression. So we started really thinking about, okay, like, you know, video is kind of unwieldy. It's tough to produce. It's, there's a lot, there's a big, there's a long cycle to doing it. Right. And all of it to get like a two minute about us, like cultural or culture right. video, right. <laughs> that, that lives on Been the website there. for 10 years. And you know, the person, the people that are in the video are no longer working at the company. And we know that video in this day and age with like Instagram stories and TikTok and all these other platforms, that video is a living, breathing medium now. Right. It's so much easier to host and produce and all all the different aspects of it. So we basically came up with this idea of like, hey, how do we, what's the right format to get as much use out of video as possible, yeah. right? And we basically said like, look, a podcast, a video podcast is actually a really good way to get a lot of mileage out of video, which actually allows you to build other content for YouTube, for social, for other social platforms. We do a lot, you know, we are a B2B marketing agency as well. And we're trying to figure out ways to use video for sales enablement, right? To enable the sales team to make better outreaches. Um, we almost see it as a way, is it a way to almost like stop the cold call, right? Or to warm someone up before a cold call, right? So we're, we've been thinking about all of this and figuring out how to wait, how to use video and different aspects. But I think what you just kind of touched on is I think the the future strategy to how brands need to be thinking about video in a B2B or a B2C space for that matter. Um, and so do you, do you see that as sort of like an underpinning of like where Cassid is kind of moving forward because you see this trend in video happening? Yes. I, I'm, I'm so excited to talk about this because this is, this is how I get fired up. This is this is the big why. This is the big vision. This is, um, you know, I say all the time, I have no interest in in build in doing all this work and building this company just to, you know, air quotes, help brands do podcasts. It's it's so much bigger than that. Um, I, yeah, I'm, I'm a career content marketer too before doing all this, and so I've been there as well. You you go, and it's it's this this funny thing that we've gotten ourselves into where um, the model typically looks like this: uh, there is a content marketer that owns the blog. Right. And that that content marketer is might be a brilliant content marketer, but is probably not an expert in whatever it is they're writing about. Right. Whatever it is you your company sells. Um, so they are clamoring to try desperately to get inside the mind of the experts and, and write on their behalf. Right. In whatever way that comes to fruition. Um, and they're under tons of pressure to capture the insights and the perspectives of the experts, to write for Google, to rank, to rank, right? To to cut through the noise, which usually means velocity, and to also create somehow content that the sales team likes and will use and resonates <laughs> yeah, with their audience. Yeah. And right, I mean, I have been that marketer. Yeah. I have led the team <laughs> of those marketers. Um, and that, and then enter, you know, a few years ago, the emergence of audio and video. And it's like, oh, yeah, and do that, too. Yeah. So right. don't change the model. Keep doing exactly what you're doing. But like, also do podcast and video content over here on the side. And so the big picture vision of, of Casted, what I'm absolutely here for is saying, no, 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 no. So just ever so slightly turn that you don't have to rethink the way you're doing everything. You don't have to hire a new team. You don't have to go out and, and change everything. Just turn it ever so slightly and say, what if we made a show, audio, video? What if we harnessed the voices of those experts first? 
What if we talk to those experts? And that doesn't necessarily mean influencers and authors. That can be your engineers, your product team, your, your sales team, whoever your, your audience wants to hear from. Harness their voices. And then your content team becomes reporters. They become journalists. They can just harvest that expertise. And yeah, you have a show now. Um, I think the best way to do it is to, yeah, have have something that is, you know, aired on YouTube, aired, aired on your website as a video, also is a podcast. But then how else can you ring it out? How can you, yes, make blog posts that you know what? If you're harnessing the voice of the expert, it's going to be keyword rich and it's going to be original content. So it's going to rank. Um, and then use that on social, use that in email, use that on web content. Um, that's what I'm here for. And that's, that's the big vision of Casted. And that's, uh, it's, it's so much more than, than helping brands with podcasts. Although that, of course we do that, but it's for a much bigger purpose. No, that's, that's a great overview. And I like that concept of kind of turning the content strategy model on its head just a little bit, right? We're still just doing the same thing. We still need to mm-hmm. apply strategy. And before, even when we're doing written content, we're trying to get as much usage out of a single piece of content as well. So that doesn't change, right? Right. And I think actually what you just touched on, and Jared actually stands on this soapbox pretty often, but it's like, like Jared, what's your, how do you see companies sort of positioning themselves more as media brands, positioning themselves as media companies, as opposed to just like market, like a marketing department in a company? Yeah. And I think what Lindsay just said, harnessing the voices of the experts is the key. Uh, a lot of companies in the B2B space just think they don't have a story to tell, but it's not true. And using this type of format, you know, in the show format, whether it's audio or video, gives the ability for those people to have a voice in their own voice. And like you were saying, they're going to drop the keywords. They're going to it's going to be original content because it's their point of view. They're living it every day. So I think mm-hmm. however we can keep running that narrative where these, you know, we can give these businesses the power to harness their voice, essentially. Um, and, you know, obviously using tools like Casted um, just help us pave the way for that. Um, and yeah, it's just there's no more original content than, than that style where they're just right. telling their story. Right. Right. Especially. And this this is just where it gets into creating better content. Yeah. Period. Yep. Is like the better you get at having those conversations, the better you get at, at hosting those interviews, the better you get at finding those experts the the better it's going to be right the more original it's it's not going to be the same questions that they get asked all the time it's it's going to be unique perspectives so yeah and exactly this is a really good so uh, i'll give you a really good use case this being a really good example so we as an agency we do b2b sales right we go out to other other companies to try and buy our services um and so you know we have a sales team and we try to use video as much in our cold outreach as possible when our sdrs are trying to make connections with people and we always like to lead with like provide value first, right? Don't send that first email saying, Hey, can I get five minutes of your time? Cause I got this awesome. No one's going to rest. You know, we know the hit rates on those, right? So our approach to it is like build a relationship with someone by offering value first. Right. Um, and so like that little spiel you just gave about, you know, how to stop using the Frankenstein model. And, you know, this is what Cassid does. Like that, it becomes like a one to two minute clip that our SDRs can embed in their emails and they can link it up to, you know, different, whatever platforms that might host it so that they can make it easy to view once it's yep. in, in that email. 
And now we now have, it's easy. We have a one minute digestible piece of video and audio content that this cold prospect, if they engage with it, like they, it's a lot easier for them to, to digest that idea than having to read through this, you know, cold email that, you know, we've all seen the bad templates and all that stuff that are out there. Right. Exactly. And I think that's the exact like kind of use case where, Hey, like, Lindsay isn't really connected to Toby, but she's providing some thought leadership out there. And that thought leadership can actually help you support, you know, your sales efforts, right? If, if mm-hmm. you're really focusing on bottom of the funnel sales, right? I'm kind of curious from your end, are you seeing brands starting to use more video <laughs> as, as sales tools or as a sales outreach tactic? Yeah. So, I mean, I, I, as a recipient of it, um, quite often we, I get videos, um, like summarizing the the conversation that we just had. Um, our own team uses, I mean, podcasting at least right now to say, okay, here's this clip. And that's the thing is that it's easy now. Like it's so much easier than it ever was before to just go in and literally just get into the platform, pull the clip that you have a unique URL and to say, Hey, we had this conversation. You were asking about, you know, attribution, or you were asking about how does this work? Well, here's one of our customers talking about it in an interview that we did recently. Let me know if you want to talk some more. Um, yeah, we absolutely use that and uh, see a lot of cool, a lot of engagement around it. I was just going to say, are you seeing other use cases for Casted that you didn't think of? Are, are companies coming up with new clever ways to use it? So, um, yeah, that's, I mean, that's one is, is the unique ways that we see it being applied in sales. Also, we're seeing a lot more internal podcasts. Interesting. Um, so same same thing goes. I mean, if you're creating a show, it's, it's still, you know, who are you doing it for? Why are you doing it? What are your goals? What are you going to do? Um, how's it going to serve your audience? But it's internal. And so uh, if, if someone is in sales at a very, very large company and they're used to getting either things in the mail that they immediately tend to dump in the trash um, or if they're getting uh, and this is all again all internal so you're getting like product launches product rollouts you know company updates um, if you're delivering that via email the open rates are usually pretty low um, back in the day there, there used to be like voicemail recordings yeah, right that you would yep. like send out to the especially in retail yep. so all the different ways um, and you're sending it out typically to a, a remote sales team that is traveling around and moving around and you're expecting them to sit there in front of a screen and, and consume this content. What if they could instead just listen to a podcast while they're doing something else, while yeah, they're mowing awesome. lawn right. or, you know, getting ready in the morning or driving somewhere. So we're, we're seeing a lot more um, interest from internal podcasts and getting creative there. Um, and then how can the podcast content be used across lots of other channels um, to get much more value out of it and to reach different audiences in different ways. Speaking of reaching audiences in different ways, um, how do you typically think about a distribution strategy with a podcast? Um, you know, so you've just created this awesome content and some probably micro content related to it. Um, how do you, you like to think about how to distribute that content out and get mm-hmm. the right eyeballs on and ear or ears on it? Yeah. So to me, it, it goes back to what we were saying before about it being the center of a whole, like a, of a hub of a whole lot of other, a lot of other content. And really it, when that happens, you have a through line from that conversation into every other piece that's created throughout. So it all really fits together. And so when you launch a show, launch a podcast, launch even a video, what else are you going to do with it? Right? So it's not to me, it's not about promoting that show. It's not about promoting that episode. It's about promoting 
the conversation, the expert, that expert voice. So how do you do that? Well, yes, we have a podcast. We're going to go to social media and say, this episode is live. And if there's a video that goes with it, this video is also live. Cross promote between the two. If you want to see the video version of this, if you want to listen to the audio version of this, but then then what? So how do you turn that show into written content? And then people who are subscribed to your blog, how do you, again, cross promote? So you're reading this. If you want to actually see or hear this interview, go here. Um, we also, through Casted, uh, clipping is, is a big part of it um, where you can very, we've talked about this, you can very easily pull clips. But part of that is um, on the show page that's created in Casted is uh, clips that are kind of like the Cliff's Notes version, the sweetened condensed version of the show. So you can kind of click around and just listen to bits and pieces. And so by promoting those clips, um, one would hope that someone would come in, listen to that clip and say, oh, I want to listen to this other clip too. And like, well, I'm here, I'm just going to stay and listen to the whole show. So it's about really reaching out for every single, not thinking about it channel by channel, or I need to promote this podcast. I need to promote this show, but how are you going to leverage that expertise, that conversation as kind of like a whole package of content, um, across all the channels that you use? That's a great segue. How do you gauge that metrics wise? Cause metrics is always going to come up, right? Especially when you're talking to, if we're like, if we're, we were selling this particular service to another marketing team, they're going to know, okay, so what are we actually getting on the back end? What's the attention that is actually being retained? Where are people focusing their attention? How do we view all that? And just a caveat mm-hmm. of that's been probably the biggest challenge yeah. for us as an agency. Cause you know, podcasting is still, I, I consider it in, again, I think when you get into the, the clips and whatnot with the sales team, it's a little bit different, but I still consider it a pretty top of funnel, like mm-hmm. marketing channel. Right. And, um, so ultimately like always when we're selling these, to clients, like what's the ROI on this. Right. right? Yep. And that's, let's just say that even with like, all the attribution modeling we have now and all the tools that we have, even in like non-video content or non-audio content, just typical blog, we know we have trouble with attribution sometimes, right? It's a kind of a, a murky water to get attribution. It becomes even harder with podcasting and the things that you're doing there. So um, I think how do we, how do we like, how, how do you look at metrics really when it comes to podcasting? So many answers. I have so many things to say. I'm, t- I'm like trying to prioritize rank and order my head. How do I want to talk through this? But, um, one is, is that's, it's a huge part of the, of the problem that we're, that we're solving at Casted yep. is really, we break down our product into access, you know, provide access to that podcast content to other people on your team, to the agencies that you're working with so that everyone has access to that conversation and can use it in the different locations of the different areas of the business and different channels that they serve. Um, amplify, how can you again, provide access so that those different, um, channels can amplify that conversation is what we literally just kind of talked through. An attribute. So it's access, amplify, attribute. Um, and what we focus on is how can we help the marketer tell the story of, of what was, you know, the, the results of, of the podcast and all of the related content and what should be, how can it inform their strategy moving forward? So we really look at engagement. Um, who's, who's listening? Um, are they listening? Are they re- returning? Are they loyal? Are they, are they loving the show? Are they loving the content? Um, how is your show growing? So how many new listeners? Very similar to to web content, right? Are people coming? Are they coming back? Are they staying? Are they listening to the whole show? Are they clicking around? Are they listening to the different clips, right? So that's engagement. Also, things that inform strategy moving forward, What what's working, what's not? What clips are most effective? What clips are most valuable? What shows are your most popular? Um, where are people coming from? 
where are people going to? And so how is all this possible, right? Because when you're hosting with, when you, when you have a show, most hosts simply provide number of downloads, right? Or some that plus a little bit more. And that doesn't change. That's, that's what Apple provides. That's what Google provides. That's what Spotify provides. But the way you change all that is owning your audience, own your audience, people. So think, I mean, everyone thinks, you know, podcasting is so new and, you know, we just have to settle for what is. And that's not true. If you had a blog post and you were really excited about, about your blog, you wouldn't only publish it to like medium, right? You wouldn't just peddle out every single article that you wrote to somebody else. You would own your audience and you would absolutely use, use Apple, use Spotify. It's great. It's an awesome platform and it's, you know, free, <laughs> depending on how you, how you categorize free. It's free monetarily anyway. Um, but when you have the ability to send someone to your show, which all the time, you know, like, okay, where can I find your podcast? Send them to your own real estate. Send them to your page on your site um, where they can listen to it there. They can find you there. And then if they want to, they can go consume it, you know, wherever they consume podcasts. But bring them to your own website because that's where you get that information just like you would any any other page on your site. You can see where people are coming from. You can see how people are behaving. You can see how people are interacting um, through through Casted. And I would recommend this to anyone who has a, has a show. Um, we have like a drift integration and so that you can actually engage with someone while they're listening to your one-way top of funnel content. You can pull them down the funnel and actually talk to them. So you want attribution? Own your audience. Um, yep. And yeah. So uh, actually, you touch on an interesting technical point there, right? So uh, I think I don't think a lot of people realize it's sort of like you build five million followers on Instagram, but you do nothing to capture email addresses, for example, right? right? And mm -hmm. then Instagram's not going away, but let's say, let's say it did. Let's just I mean, say you don't an executive it. order gets signed yeah. and Instagram goes <laughs> away, right? <laughs> right. Anything um, is possible. So yeah, in this day and age, right? So, um, but you literally just lost your audience, right? If and obviously that's a very extreme example of it, but right. you know, it's uh, I'm trying to. The, I think the point is made in the extreme sometimes, and so I when you look at. When a lot of people see like, oh, I'm going to host, I'm going to put this thing on Apple, I'm going to put it on Google, you're, all the data is basically behind that, behind their firewall, essentially, yeah. right? Yeah. So you're giving, so essentially what you're telling me is you're giving up that analytics, that intelligence, that modeling that you would need to actually mm -hmm. give you the right metrics to inform your content strategy. It's almost like and Google Analytics cost. with like three metrics in Google Analytics, yeah. basically, right? At, exactly. Yeah. And and I think a lot of people, and actually I didn't really realize it until you put it into those terms that it's like, holy cow, we're actually giving up a lot when we when we post on those and host on those platforms, yep. right? And mm -hmm. um, you know, by like using you as the host, right? At in your product as the host, like that data is now available to us, mm -hmm. right? Which can inform us. And obviously there's all the the post production stuff and all the all the other like cool bells and whistles. Mm -hmm. But I think that's a really critical point that maybe a lot of podcasters um don't realize as they walk yeah. into it. Right. Yeah. If that and, and it's not it's not either or. It's not, hey, say no to Apple, say no to absolutely right. not. Like yep. absolutely I mean, we syndicate to it. So, yep. so you upload your your show into Casted and you we push it out into the world, just like any other host would. But then 
but what else can you do with it? Yep. And 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 we make it possible for you to own your show, own your audience. Um, that's that's how you understand what's working and what's not, and the impact it's making on your brand. That's the answer. Cool. Yeah, that's interesting. One of the first things we always tell clients is you're going to see a number very large of downloads, but it doesn't mean anything. <laughs> and then we go through the whole spiel of like. When you subscribe to a podcast, it'll automatically download, and that doesn't mean anybody actually listened to it. And uh, and right. any way that we can avoid that conversation, obviously, is always, or at least give them. But if you knew this X, Y, and it's, Z, it's yeah, it's a really tricky time as an agency, I think, to sell a po- a brand podcast. And, and I think the reason for that is. Um, a lot of the brands we speak to like, oh, podcasting is huge. We see other B2B brands doing it. And, you know, but I think what they're trying, they're trying to use a lot of the same metrics and analysis as they should, right? With all their other content marketing channels with podcasting. And unfortunately, like the week, the missing link right now is the technology with the exception of Casted, which I think, which which is what you you and your team kind of fill yeah. that, that void, right? Exactly. I mean, I, I tell the story all the time of literally sitting in my CEO's office in my past life. You know, I was the head of content. He was CEO and he was a big fan of the show. Um, every, you know, we published every Wednesday morning and he was always like, listen to the show this morning. It was so great. But we were having our one-on-one and he was like, yeah, <laughs> I, I listened to the show this morning. It was so great. Um What's it doing for the what's it doing for the business? Yeah. And he, was, he he wasn't putting me on the spot because he was excited for the answer, right? He was like, "What's it doing?" And I was like, "Brand I awareness," know. you know, the, just the and, thing, yeah, like, "Oh no, that." And I just broke his heart. He he was so excited to hear like, "Well, we got this many leads, and we got this many this, and we got this." And so, part of it is education around what podcasting should do. I mean, it's you just like a blog. I mean, you shouldn't expect you know, a, a deal to, depending on the type of business you have, a deal to close because you wrote a blog. Like that's not, that's not how it works. Um, same thing with podcasting. I mean, the intent is not, I, I launched a podcast, therefore this number of leads came in, this number of opportunities came in, this number of sales, you know, deals closed, but you should be able to understand what's it doing for the business. And so that's why we look at engagement and we look at how, how can we provide more and more information over time through inter- integrations and through owning your audience and plugging into the data that you already have so that your podcast can and should be a part of all the other content that you're doing. You should be able to get the same information about your show that you get about all the other stuff that you're publishing. Um, quick. So I, I know we're just getting up on yeah. time now, but one question is like, who would you say like the 80% of your customers are like, what type are they brands? Are they media companies? Are they agencies? Like who's, who's your like core customer base? Yeah. So we serve, um, brands, uh, typically. So we have, we have B2C, we have B2B, we have, you know, some higher education and manufacturing our sweet spot. And, and to your point, the majority of our audience tends to be B2B mid-market enterprise SaaS. Um, I think most often because they typically be the, are the ones that have podcasts right now. Like they're, they're first, they're earliest, they're the earliest adopters in this space. So, um, they're the ones that are eager to, to get more. Uh, I only have one final question. This is more of the fun question. Um, what podcasts are you really into right now as a showmaker and producer and obviously um, platform hoster? But what are you like personally into? So I get asked this all the time and my answer changes all the time because awesome. I, Perfect. I, I, you know, I listen, I, I listen for a little while and then I try something new and then we get customers and um, 
I am such, if I think that if I keep saying this someday, she will actually respond to me. I'm such a huge Brene Brown, Brene Brown fan. Yeah. I love her. So she has Unlocking Us. Um, it's fantastic. Highly recommend it. Um, I love a lot of things that HBR does. Um, HBR Idea Cast, yeah. HBR Women at Work is fantastic. Yeah. Um, and let's see, startup. I mean, I feel like everyone says that, sure. but yeah. they have, I mean, the first season of startup, I don't know how many people actually realize this, but is Alex Bloomberg building and launching the company that soon became Gimlet. So as I was starting Casted, I listened to that entire season like three times um, because it was like, oh yeah, similarities. Yeah, yeah. Listening cool. to a podcast company being started as I started a podcast Yeah, company. no yeah. kidding, right? So, yeah. Cool. That's yeah. awesome. Thank you for your time, Lindsay. This was awesome. Uh, where can people find everything about you and Casted? Sure. So uh, the Casted podcast uh, is where you can listen to our podcast. Um, casted.us is our website. You can find uh, me at Lindsay, Casted Lindsay on Twitter and Instagram and Go Casted is the company. On and Twitter I think and if Instagram. you land on the website, you're going to talk to the podcat, which, oh, yes. yeah, which is super cool. Nice. So I, I've actually talked to the podcat. Very nice. insightful. Okay. He's pretty fun. Yeah, he is. Cool. Thank you so much for your time, Lindsay. This was awesome. And uh, we look forward to seeing what Casted does in the future. Thank you. Thanks for joining us on this episode. Thanks to Lindsay for being our guest. And thanks to our team who helped put this together. If you like what you heard, make sure you rate, subscribe, and tell a friend about the Lights, Camera, Grow podcast. And for more information, head on over to tobyagency.co. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.